Hello, everybody, and welcome to Gameplay Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am your host, as always, and my name is Erin. And I am by myself here in the studio today. No guests, uh, just me, uh, because I wanted to play another solo tabletop role-playing game for you guys. Um, I did this once before when I played the sealed library a couple of weeks to maybe a month ago. Again, I don't know what it's time. Um, but I played the sealed library and uh, I had a very emotional time, but it was also just really nice to kind of sit down and really explore and experience kind of doing this whole thing uh, just by myself, kind of creating a story. Um, as you might have guessed, by this time of me playing this, all these games and making the show, uh, I really love storytelling and I love creating. And um, it's, I spend a lot of time collaborating with other people and I absolutely love the guests that I have had on. And I'm very much looking forward to guests I'm going to be having on uh, later on in October. So uh, make sure to keep an ear out for that. But um Sometimes it's nice to just kind of sit down and remember that the stories come from the stories come from myself. The stories come from you and you can do this on your own if you really want to. I think that everyone has their own story to tell. Uh, and in a similar way, I think that everyone um, can tell a story if they want to, you know, in their own way, of course, everyone is different and has different comfort levels. But I think, I think this is a good way to kind of remind yourself that that's the case. And it's a good way for me to do that too. Uh, and it's kind of nice. So I thought I would do that today. Um, so the game that I'm going to be playing today is called Friendly Neighborhood Superhero. It is what it was created by Mateos and Samuel Santana. Uh, so thank you both. And um, the name of the game or the way the game works is that it's called a solo RPG about protecting, befriending, and improving a community. So the whole premise is that you are basically being a friendly neighborhood, kind of like Spider-Man, like you're a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, but um, you create your own version of Spider-Man with your own version of superpowers. Um, and, you know, sure, sometimes you have to fight alien invaders. But um, and this this is a description actually on the manual that I'm reading right now. It says uh, you just have to try your best to prevent the aliens from landing their ships on top of the local bodega, uh, completely destroying the store or from draining all the power right when your community is gathering to watch the final episode of the disappointing fantasy TV show. Um, so it just sounds kind of uh, very light and pleasant um, in that you are just um, a local a local person trying to solve some solutions for your little neighborhood. And, you know, I honestly felt like I kind of needed that. I felt like I wanted, I wanted something that kind of felt light and helpful and, that's, you know, kind of implied a level of productivity and um, empowerment than uh, how the world currently is today. Uh, so, you know, I kind of wanted to escape a little bit, and I know that this escape is only temporary, but it is nice for now, and I hope that you guys enjoy it too. So uh, we're going to be playing Friendly Neighborhood Superhero. Um, 
And in order to do that, uh, it's a very quick game. So I thought we would go through the kind of back creation that I usually do off air this time. So we're going to be creating a hero, uh, creating a neighborhood, and then playing through a couple of days in the life of this character uh, with the hope that by the end of this hour, um, we will have successfully um, affected the neighborhood for good. Uh, now, this is an extremely rules-heavy game. <laughs> um, I, in one review that I read on Itch, uh, which is uh, itch.io is a place where you can shop for a lot of different games from independent creators, um, and I read a review that said that this was a crunchy game, and uh, I think that it is an extremely apt description of this game. There are a lot of roles, so please excuse me if I get any of them wrong or adapt them in my laziness, but um, I just wanted to kind of explore that a little bit. So you'll be learning a little bit about what it means to have a rules-heavy game outside of Dungeons & Dragons, because uh, as you guys might have caught up on from the number of times I've played it, that has a lot of rules. So hopefully we'll be able to figure this one out quickly. I have given the manual read over before I started, uh, but we're going to be learning this and playing this together for the first time. And I hope that you enjoy it. But before we get into a little bit of gameplay, we should first go over a couple of things for the radio station. Um, specifically, as you know, COVID-19 is disrupting everyone's lives right now, and Radio Free Brooklyn is no exception. We want you to know that we have made every effort to ensure the health and well-being of our hosts, staff, and the community at large, but most of our revenue streams have evaporated, so we need your help. We realize that you may be hurting too, but if you can afford a small donation, it would go a long way toward helping us to stay on the air. There are three ways that you can help. First, you can give a one-time or monthly donation by going to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. There you'll find some great t-shirts, mugs, and other swag that we'd like to send you to say thanks. You can also use your phone to text RFBGIVE5, that's the number 5, to 44321. It only takes a moment and you'll be able to use your digital wallet for your donation. Finally, if you absolutely have to shop on Amazon, you have no choice. There are no other retails in your area that are selling what you need. Uh, you should at least put their dollars to work for us by going to Amazon.com slash smile and registering Radio Free Brooklyn as a nonprofit that you wish to support. When you do, a percentage of your sales will go to Radio Free Brooklyn and it will cost you nothing. So really easy to do there um, if you have to sell your soul to Amazon. Again, I'm sorry. I just don't trust Amazon. <laughs> um, but overall, no donation is too big or too small. Whatever you can afford will make a huge difference. We thank you from the bottom of our hearts and wish all of our listeners health and happiness as we weather the storm together. Also, if you ever are wondering what is happening at our radio station outside of just our shows and our programming, um, you should make sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter at radiofreebrooklyn.org slash newsletter. Uh, and you'll get all the latest info there. We are onboarding a lot of new shows right now. So there's a lot of exciting stuff that's coming up. And um, we'd love for you to be a part of it. So go check that out. Okay, let's dive into some gaming here. So as I said, we're going to be playing Friendly Neighborhood Superhero, um, which is a game about basically trying to protect your favorite community as a superhero. Um you often, I mean, it's it's a game that in, that inspires. It's a game that has structure for hit, victories and blunders. Um, 
which I think is really important. Um, I would also love to note, uh, because I, I appreciate that this exists, that there's a, there's a big uh, disclaimer here written in this manual that says that this game is not interested in creating grimdark power fantasies. It's also not a game about deep ta tactical combat, but it is also not a game that accepts bigotry, bigotry of any kind. Racism, sexism, homophobia, transphobia. If you subscribe to those or any other kind of bigotry, we don't want you playing any of our games. Your favorite superheroes would be ashamed of you. So keep that in mind when you are hoping to play this game. Um, I will also, of course, you know, not do that either. But, uh, you know, thanks to you, you both, thanks to the Santana brothers for uh, putting that in there. Okay, uh, there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> um, okay, so essentially what you need to play this game is um, a notebook, the manual, uh, a dice set, and um, about, it says about 30 minutes per game. Well, I mean, I think it'll take us a little bit longer since I'm learning the rules for the first time. But uh, we're figuring it out. So we'll go over all the rules as it goes along. Um, first things first, we need to create our hero. So... I need to choose a name, pronouns, and, if I want, a secret identity. So, hmm. I feel like without knowing... We're about to roll our superhero powers in a minute. Without knowing what those are, I think what those are, I think I'm going to hold off on the name until I have that. But I think I'm going to choose she, her pronouns for sure. Um, and I'm going to figure out secret identity after I figure out the other stuff. So we're going to already doing this out of order, which is wonderful. Uh, but I'm just going to write down that I still need the name and secret identity on my notebook here so that I don't forget. I don't know how I would, but you know. So, so far, we have that our superhero is a she-herp. Um, okay, now we have to create our signature ability, a.k.a. our superpower. Uh, so we're allowed to have one thing... Um, it says we're allowed to have whatever gadgets and skills that we want as part of our superhero methods, but there's one thing we're extremely good at, um, enough to tip the scales in favor of whatever you employ it, or whenever you employ it well. So, um, there are a number of different tables here to help you choose, and, um, I don't feel like making this up completely on my own, so I'm going to roll. Uh, the first thing I have to choose is my signature ability's origin. So I'm going to roll a d6 here. I rolled a 6. Uh, ooh, that means my signature ability's origin is from an accident. That's kind of fun. Alright, so it's an accident. Um, now I have to determine what the ability is. I'm going to roll this d6 here because there's another chart, but... Um, I might roll a second time because it does say that you can roll 2d6 and mix and match the results if you want. Uh, but let's just see what we get on the first roll. Alright, I got a 2. That means that my ability is energy. Which it describes here as energy, blast, control, and or creation of an element, light and shadow, mystic arts, creating energy constructs. Um... That is interesting. That is that is quite interesting. Um, I do like the idea of I do like the idea of light and shadow because I'm picturing now someone who can control like 
di- like daylight essentially like someone who can um <clears throat> affect the like aesthetic the environment of the area around her because uh she has this capability to like change make something seem like it's bright daylight or like the middle of the night uh so i think that sounds i think that sounds really cool <clears throat> so i think that's I think I'm going to keep that as as uh her signature ability here. So um <clears throat> So I'm going to say that that's her signature ability and um I mean obviously it was an accident, but I wonder what the accident was. Hmm. Alright, I'm going to... Okay, I'm already starting to... I'm getting a picture of our hero in my mind. So, she's a college student, and she was having a really bad, really bad midterms, or no, a really bad, like, end of the semester, um, like, finals season. Like, really bad. Like, she was not sleeping. Um, because, so she was staying up because she wanted to get all this work done. She was, you know, a bit of an overachiever. Um, and she did all this work and she wasn't sleeping. And so she was like day and night, just keep, just not sleeping at all. And I mean, it was, it was really, I mean, not sleeping is really, really bad for you. So she was in really bad shape. Um, and on her way to uh her last final she was uh not paying attention to where she was going looking at some notes and obviously very tired so like very poorly coordinated and um she stepped in front of some construction that was happening at one of the lights that she was crossing one of the street lights and um the guys were fixing some of the wires and as she was passing by um some of the wires fell and they kind of shocked her. So she kind of got electrocuted by these wires. And something about the way that her circadian rhythm had been so entirely fucked up from not sleeping for that long. And this kind of weird, like, electric shock to her system. It turned something, like, kind of really confused her body in a way that, like, just kind of overwhelmed her senses. And she kind of established this capability to change to to change daylight essentially um so that is going to be kind of like the origin of her of her superpower um so she has the capability to affect daylight and i think at this point i think we know enough to be able to give her a superhero name Um, some advice here from the manual says that some superheroes can name themselves by choosing an indicative word coupled with their pronouns or just the indicative term alone, or they can choose a name simply for the drama. Um, so, uh, I, I think we should name our superhero, man, this is hard, Captain Daylight? Dr. Dalis. I feel like I want to say something about the horizon, but that doesn't really have anything to do with daytime. The sunless would be cool, but kind of creepy. But she's kind of being the sun. 
I do, you know, I kind of like Captain. I'm not sure why, but it's speaking to me. I think I'm going to do, um, I think, I think we should name our superhero Captain Sunshine. That's going to be her name. I might change it later, who knows, you know, like all superheroes, I feel like we go, I, I mean, I can imagine them going through a lot of different iterations of their name. I mean, God knows I went through a lot of iterations on how to name this uh, show you're listening to right now, so makes sense to me, but uh, we need to move forward because we have a lot of other stuff to do. So, uh, Captain Sunshine, she, her, uh, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that uh, she's a bit of a uh, romantic for the way that old superheroes used to do it, so she's going to have a secret identity, and uh, her secret identity is, uh, her name is going to be Rosemary Simmons, and she's um, a junior in college. Okay. Uh, so we've created the super ability with daylight, and uh, it's important to note that whenever your signature ability seems extra appropriate for handling a problem, we can roll extra dice for that. Uh, but we're going to figure that out later on because uh, ugh, too much. Um, okay, now we have to attribute points. So we have a number of different characteristics or stats that we're going to be using in this game. Uh, that's power, skill, mind, and heart. So power, skill, mind, and heart are the four like stats that we have that we're going to be rolling towards to try to do things and we can um, succeed or fail at them depending on how things go. So I need to... Each of these attributes starts with one point, but I can also attribute... Um, I can dole out three more points depending on uh, how I want to how I want them to be. So let's see here. I think she's going to need an extra point in skill for sure because um, daylight on its own is impressive, but also it does it doesn't have a lot of like it doesn't cause any like damage or anything. So she's gonna have to be pretty skillful with how she uses it. Um, and because she's an idealist, I'm going to add a point to heart as well. I think, um, she, although she studies very hard in class, I'm not sure if she's the smartest person, especially if she, you know, chose not to sleep for, for like almost a week during final season. So, um, I'm going to say... So I'm going to put, so I have three points to attribute. I'm going to add two of those to skill. So my skill is going to be three, my power one, my mind one, and my heart two. So those are going to be my attributions there. Uh, now we can pick, choose and name it, or now we get to create the neighborhood. So let's see. Uh, the first step in creating the neighborhood is to name it. And some advice that the manual gives for how to name your neighborhood is that we can uh, name it through its size and importance, such as Metropolis or Smallville, uh, through its mood, such as Gotham, or through its geography, such as Lake Town or Central City. Um, all very reasonable suggestions. Now, I'm going to say that this neighborhood is actually kind of out of the way from most of the like big, important cities of uh you know, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it in the United States, I guess, of the United States. Um, well, okay, so I'm going to name it based on size and important and also geography, so I'm going to call it uh, Smallish Valley. 
Oh, I'm so sorry, Smallish Valley. I did this to you. But yeah, Smallish Valley is the name of my, our neighborhood. And now we get to describe it. Uh, some questions that may help. So, or, and now we get to describe it. If we want, we can kind of describe it based on uh, some of the guidelines that they have here, which is geography, which, uh, as we kind of set up before, is uh, going to be in a valley for sure. Uh, so there are going to be like mountains on either side. Um, it's there's a lot of nature kind of on the um, on the outer edges, but in the middle of the city, it's very like. Um, tight buildings about um, three or four stories high um, and it actually does a lot of business during the winter season because it's kind of like a, a snow town so it's like in kind of a northern region so whenever it's like spring break and the snow settles in um, it is it's overrun by like tourists coming in so it the rest of the year it's actually pretty quiet um, except for uh, the few college students who you know stay around and study at the uh, local community college there. Um, the politics are you know the, I have a feeling the politics of the city are probably bent towards um, making it the most welcoming place possible for those tourists and they, since they probably bring in all the money. So they honestly, I'm going to unfortunately say they probably don't care a ton about people who live there year round. Um, and their main emphasis is on taking care of and, you know, trying to vamp up the things or hide, maybe even hide the things that seem, um, you know, less appealing to tourists who are coming in. Uh, that doesn't mean that they support a lot of um, very specific businesses. I'd say that our neighborhood is... Um, I mean, it's. An, I, I wouldn't say it's a rich neighborhood or, a, like, a poor one. I would say that um, it's rich for the people who have... It's somewhere in the middle, you know? I feel like most people in this town, because they cater to the tourists who come in once a year, um, they accrue all of these funds over that time, and then after that, um, have to try to save it. Uh, and anyone else who is just living in the town to live there and doesn't, um, you know, get any money from that season is, um, probably, you know, a little on the poorer side. Um, but that's, that's kind of how it is. I would say that, uh, some of its customs are, you know, I'd say probably in the middle of summer, they do try to have kind of a smaller, like on the summer solstice, maybe they try to have kind of an event going on there, uh, which is a little weird for uh, Captain Sunshine because it's the longest day of the year. And I bet um, it's a little weird to be around that much daylight, not be controlling it either. Interesting. Um, is there something special or extraordinary about the neighborhood? You know, I'm gonna say no. It's just, it's just, um, it's just a smallish valley where the people there live and survive and uh, try to be respectful. So now we can define what sort of relationship we have with the neighborhood. Our, or, you know, Captain Sunshine has with the neighborhood. And I think based on what we've set up so far, um, there are a number of different options here, and I think the legacy option seems like the best one. Uh, the legacy option is described as uh, 
your family has lived in the in that community for a while and they taught the reasons it is worth your love and protection um and what are those reasons so Captain sunshine has stayed at home um or has stayed near home for for college and um that's because her family has taught uh that has taught rosemary that um despite the fact that uh the government seems to kind of emphasize that the people who live there aren't important. Um, the people, the, uh, the Simmons family, uh, taught Rosemary that, um, it's actually the work of the people who stay who are the most important because their job is to protect, uh, these important, uh, nature lands and preserves and to kind of learn to be in touch with the environment and to protect it in that way. So really the reason it's worth Rosemary's love and the reason Rosemary loves this uh, is because, um, so the, the reason Rosemary loves this is because she kind of learned early on that the people here were caring and understanding of the conflicts of them living in this space that isn't technically that doesn't really belong to them it belongs to um the the it, it belongs to nature and it belongs to uh the people who lived there long before they did um and that kind of understanding and respect is uh worth fighting for great well um at the end of this page, it says that we've officially finished creating our background in our neighborhood. So that means that we are ready to unleash Captain Sunshine onto Smallish Valley. Uh, quite exciting, you guys, actually. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. And we're just about halfway into the hour. Isn't that cool? So for those of you who are just tuning in, Again, this is Gameplay Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn, and I, Aaron, am playing a game called Friendly Neighborhood Superhero. Uh, we've just created uh, Captain Sunshine, whose pronouns are she, her. Um, she has the ability to affect and change daylight, and she is about to go off into Smallish Valley to try to uh, make life a little bit better. So... Now we get to go through a day in the life of Captain Sunshine. So during the game, what we're going to be doing is we're going to generate problems. We're going to use our, our stats and also our super abilities to create scenes. Uh, we're going to build up progress by trying to help. Uh, and then we're going to spend that progress to solve to like actually completely solve problems. So that's kind of the structure of this. Again, this is super rules heavy, so it's going to get super complicated super fast. But essentially, as we um, succeed or fail at doing different things, um, we will um, rack up achievements or drawbacks. And whenever those points reach the number of 10, that's when the game is over because that's when a opinion has been solidified about Captain Sunshine. So we're going to hope I roll well and hope that we get a good one. Okay, so let's get into a day of the life. Um, 
We need to roll a d6 to create a scene for how our day started. So I'm going to roll this d6 on this table and pick something. I got a four. Great. So uh, you were hanging with a loved one when suddenly. Um, great. So we're going to say um, Catherine Sunshine was hanging out with her girlfriend Magenta uh, when and they were taking a lovely walk in um like around the uh one of the nature preserves like one of the forest preserves uh when suddenly and now we get to roll a d6 and figure out what happened okay i rolled a six and on a four five or a six that means a neighbor needs help so let's see now a neighbor needs help, so now we have to roll a d20 a couple of different times to kind of create, because there's like this whole there's whole table system here. So let's see. We have ourselves a a geeky adult DIY enthusiast. <laughs> oh man, uh, and they need our help with building a project. How nice. And how reasonable. Okay. How friendly. Okay, so this is the first thing that we're going to be helping with. So we have our geeky adult DIY enthusiast who needs help building a project. So clearly this DIY enthusiast is um, doing some fancy renovations to their house. They're making a greenhouse in their backyard uh, and they just don't know if they have the right tools or they don't know if they can do it alone. Uh, so Captain Sunshine is going to come in there and uh, Captain Sunshine finds out about this because um, her girlfriend uh, Magenta tells her so. Or no, no, instead of tell her so, uh, they're going to be on a little stroll, uh, and as they pass by some of the houses that live nearby the preserve as they're leaving, um, Captain Sunshine, or in this case at the moment, Rosemary, is going to uh, see this individual um, struggling to do this. So um, Rosemary is going to kiss Magenta on the cheek and then say, uh, I will be back. And then she's going to go off and come back as Captain Sunshine and help out. And so Captain Sunshine comes to the rescue and uh, and we have to use one of our abilities, which is power, skill, mind, or heart, or um, our daylight ability. So, so, I mean, the most obvious thing, I don't think that daylight powers are really going to help here, but I think Captain Sunshine would be willing to um, advance her... Uh, to use her um, it would probably be a skill she'll probably use her skill to I don't know what goes into building a greenhouse mostly just construction right why not we're gonna say we're like you know what I'm gonna try to use heart again I'm going to try nah 
Yeah, I'm going to try to go around the neighborhood and、uh, see if I can ask anyone else to help out too. You know, because I'm a helping hand. But you know what makes for a better helping hand if everyone can help out. So we're going to give that a try.、Um, so my I have two stat in my hearts. So I'm just going to roll two dice and hopefully I get a five or a six. That was a one. That was a three. Unfortunately. Uh, is a fail. <laughs> so、um, my roll, my roll only succeeds if、uh, my dice, or no, my roll only succeeds if any of my dice scores a five or a six. So they don't even add up. Fuck. Okay. And that was that was a heart. When you fail, when you fail solving a problem for the use of heart,、uh, we put our foot. In our mouth due to misreadings.、Uh, you sure tried to help, but ended up bothering the person you were trying to help or amusing a person you were trying to intimidate. You probably said something that made the person you were trying to connect with feel very embarrassed, or worse, you probably just embarrassed yourself. So that's a misreading there. Captain Sunshine probably goes out trying to ask people to help and doesn't realize that it's actually a point of contention among other members of the neighborhood, and that、um, this DIY enthusiast is、um, on their own. And、it just doesn't work. So, whoops. Now we have to make one point of drawback for that attribute. So that's one drawback for heart.、Uh, but it does say here, at least you learned something. So、uh, we can still we can still choose between earning one XP or earning one extra dice for my next roll.、Uh, I'm going to say an extra dice. Yeah, I'm gonna say an extra dice because I think I'm gonna need it. Okay,、um, but that's not the end of the day because oh no, something else happens.、Uh, because we just helped a neighbor, now it's time to fight a crime. So now we're gonna roll on the fighting crime table. So we're pulling out my d20. I'm gonna roll three times once more. Um, we have, at the same time that I'm dealing with this, we have a god. Jesus Christ! All right, we have a god in Smallish Valley、uh, who is trying to、um, awaken an unspeakable evil, and the way they're doing that is by an army of animals. What? Okay.、Um, so they're trying to awaken an unspeakable, emi- an unspeakable evil through an army of animals.、Um, Christ. Okay. So that's quite concerning. That is an extremely big deal. Now we can decide whether or not to connect the helping a neighbor to fighting a crime. Uh, I would love for、um, my neighbor and my fight and my superhero thing to be resolved together, but I just don't think that's going to happen.、Um, oh, oh no! Sorry, I needed to solve the thing with the neighbor first. So、uh, we know what's coming up, but first I need to solve the neighbor's problem because I haven't yet. So、um, let's help out the neighbor a little bit more.、Uh, so I failed with heart before.、Um, I guess let's just try to use power to hold up the planks while they nail them in. Just nice and simple. 
my power is one, but I have an extra dice here, so let's roll two dice and uh, please roll five or six. That's a four. That's a one. Great, I failed again. Uh, that's another point of drawback for power. Man, Captain Sunshine is not doing well here. That's another XP and another dice for my next roll. Okay. So my neighbor is probably very frustrated by this point with how terrible I am at all of this, but uh, we still need to keep trying, so let's try again. Um, right. Uh, yeah, we're trying, <laughs> we're trying again. Um, this time I'm going to try to use my mind to see, um, well, maybe not the mind. Let's try to use skill. So I'm going to try to use my skill to, instead of using my strength, which obviously I can't, I'll make, like, a pulley system to, like, lift the things that will, like, construct something. So, uh, let's use that skill. I have three, I have three in my stat plus one dice, so by god, this has got to work. Fuck yes! A six on the first one, people! We have got ourselves a achievement! Woo! Alright. Since we succeeded, uh, we're going to earn one progress point. Haha. And so here's what progress points do. So you make progress, and um, as you do, you gain as an extra dice at the end of the day. So when I feel like I've made enough progress, quote unquote, I roll those number of dice, um, and I choose an attribute as well. And then I roll, and then we figure out if I succeed or fail at that attribute. So, yeah, so that's what we're going to be doing overall. But I got one progress point, so got that. Great. And because I succeeded, that means that I'm also going to get a point in my achievements. So that's an achievement, which um, means I have one towards my effectiveness, um, which means people are like, oh, hey, yeah, that, that, that. That Captain Sunshine, Sunshine's pretty, uh, pretty impressive right there. Look at that skill. Um, another rule here is that once I have succeeded, um, I need to mark that as it being a streak, which means that that attribute is resisted until I make progress with another attribute. Oh yeah. So now we have finally fixed this guy's issue. Fuck this guy. He can fix the rest himself. Fuck you. Um, of course, uh, Captain Sunshine, always being the utmost professional, is only thinking this inside of her head. Um, but I can say it for her. So fuck you. Um, great. Let us move forward. So, um, oh no, something else happened. As we just rolled a minute ago, um, we have a god who is trying to awaken an unspeakable evil um, through an animal army. I gotta tell you, Smallish Valley, super creepy. Um, really weird. But, yeah, so <laughs> we have to figure out a way to do that. So, I think... I don't really know what to do about a god yet. So... Or maybe I do... Okay, I have a really funny idea, um, and I have like I am losing all sense of who Captain Sunshine is as a character. But I'm having a lot of fun trying to find creative ways to solve these problems. So that's what you're getting. Um, I'm going to try to use my heart, 
and my daylight ability to make myself glow as bright as the sun so that I uh, appear as if I'm a god myself, myself. So maybe I can speak to them on their level and say like, hey man, what are you doing? Um, maybe you shouldn't be doing this right now. You know, I'm a god, you're a god. Like, let's try to, let's try to tone it down a little bit, shall we? Um, and try to like persuade them to not do it. So let's try that. <laughs> um, I have a two stat and heart. Um, I'm going to allow myself to add an extra dice because I'm using my daylight ability. Um, I think that's how that works. Okay, yeah, so I definitely can use my signature ability, but I still have to choose a base stat to roll with. Um, Uh, because I'm using heart, I'm gonna roll two for heart and then one for my super signature ability, which is helping me. And hopefully, one of them is gonna be a five or a six. So let's see. Oh my god, you guys, I got a six again! That's right! Yes, yes, yes! I have succeeded at doing that. I have another achievement in heart. Um, we have a streak in heart now instead of skill. And I have another progress point here, so that's two progress. Um, we're doing, we're on a roll, baby. We're moving forward. We're doing the thing. Sounds pretty good to me. Um, and now we have to roll again to try to figure out how to, um, how to deal with an army of animals, <laughs> which just sounds like a lot. So I think, I think maybe. I'm going to use skill, because I'm going to need to use my skill with this daylight, so I'm going to use my daylight ability again, and I'm going to, I'm going to make it seem dark, so the animals don't know where they're going, but I'm going to place like one light, one guiding light in front of them, and try to make it so that I give them a direct road, and I'm going to guide them back into the forests, uh, so that they can't cause any more havoc. So that's what I'm going to do, um, well my skill set is three. So I'm going to roll four dice because I'm using my super ability too. So let's roll and hope that I get a five or a six. That was a three. That was a one. Oh, that was a four. Last roll, you guys. Fuck, it was a four. Okay, so we have one failure um, and that was in my skill, so that's a drawback. So that means that likely, probably while trying to make it so dark, I injured people. Or like, I, I probably, someone was driving probably and like crashed their car. So that's definitely a demerit. Um, cool, 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 cool. Uh, but I still get another plus one dice for that. Hey, yo. Yeah, okay. Well, that didn't work, so now we have to try something else. Hmm, what else can we do? Let's say, if this evil army is going in a particular direction... I'm going to use... I'm gonna try using my mind to discern which direction they're traveling in, and then, um... I'm sure that there is a, there's, you know, probably because there are so many forests, there's probably, like, a, um, 
like a fire department that has like helicopters that like uh, blasts water all over uh, like if there are forest fires. So we're gonna try to I'm gonna try to work with them to kind of rain down on these animals to try to persuade them like to go elsewhere. So it's a little convoluted, but I'm gonna call it. And I used mind, and because I felt last time I can roll twice. So let's hope one of this works. That's a one. All right, we got ourselves a five. I can't believe that worked, but there you go. Um, so now we have an achievement in mind now. I do wish these were all a little bit more collected, but you know, whatever. Um, that's considered a streak in mind, and uh, that's three progress points. Yeah, so we've done all of that, and I think I'm going to for the sake of the timing and this, I'm going to try to rein it in and fully solve this problem now because I have three points of progress and we have successfully um, done a whole bunch of stuff. And um, now I can use my progress points to try to put an end to the issue. Um, and the way I put an end to the issue is I have to describe how I'm employing my progress to put an end to the issue uh, which and which attribute is leading that action? I mean, it's risky. If it fails, I lose all my progress points and have to start building them up again. So I'm kind of about it. I would like to fully solve this problem. So I've sprayed the animals and distracted them, and I've talked to this god and been like, hey man, what you doing? And um, with all this together, I'm going to use my heart to kind of, to the god, I'm going to turn around and say, look what you have wrought, these animals are suffering because of you, and um, it's not worth, like, it's not worth it, and I'm your superior, so I'm going to try to pretend to be uh, in control here. Uh, so, we'll try it that way, um, but I have, even though I'm using my heart ability, I am still going to use progress, but because I'm using my daylight ability still, I'm also going to add that to my roll because why the fuck not? So that's four rolls and hopefully I succeed on one of them. Here we go. Six on the first one, baby. Yeah. I'm not even joking. Um, awesome. 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 All right. That's achievement and heart. And, um, and I've solved the problem. Uh, now, I'm just realizing now that uh, the way this is actually supposed to be done is you're supposed to... Um, so you're supposed to uh, solve all of the problems So by using these progress points. So you're supposed to make progress with the neighbor, solve that problem, and then make progress with the crime and solve that problem. I have not done that, but uh, it's too late now. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, original creators. Yeah? Okay? Okay. Um, so this has been very exciting, but I'm going to have Captain Sunshine call it in for the day, uh, which is a phrase in the this book for Friendly Neighborhood Superheroes. So I started my day. Several things happened. I have to create a scene to wrap up my day, um, which is recovering from streaks and resetting my progress. So I'm going to wrap it up, um, and I'm going to, I'm going to say, 
that Captain Sunshine, after this very exhausting day of being a god, um, kind of decides to have a little bit of fun with it. And so she... After doing all of this and saving Smallish Valley from uh, the animals, she's going to text her girlfriend, Magenta, to come out into the forest and say, Hey, I would like to come out in the forest to meet her. Um, because Magenta is like the only one who knows her, uh, like that, like her secret identity, you know, that Rosemary is Captain Sunshine. Um, so, uh, Magenta's going to come out there and see Captain Sunshine glowing like a god and uh, be awed by her presence. And then they're going to go on a cute date. Yeah, it's the end of the day. Um, and now I have to choose a crime or a neighbor trouble to solve permanently. And, you know, just for the sake of the fact that um, Smallish Valley deserves this kind of it, you know, deserves to have this fixed. Um, and just because it's kind of cute to solve smaller issues, I'm going to solve the neighbor's issue permanently by uh, going around um, to the neighbor's, uh, the neighbor's neighbors uh, and be like, hey, so, um, and kind of play a little bit of mediator. So I'm going to say, hey, a geeky neighbor is going to share whatever vegetables or whatever or plants that uh, they make in their greenhouse, and you all will, in turn, support them. And also, like, if people build stuff like this, it's good for the community, so support it and make it and do better. And, um, yeah. So, <laughs> hopefully with Captain Sunshine's, uh, you know, knowledge and teaching, that will help. Um, and that's the end of the day. So, I would love to do another day, but I think it's time to end the journey here. So now we have to pick a way to end the journey. Now, usually uh, the journey doesn't end until you've earned 10 points of achievement or drawback in any of your attributes, any of your stats. But uh, we don't have that kind of time. Um, and so we're going to have to just end it based on what we have the highest in. And we have the highest in uh, heart in achievements. So we're going to um, create a scene about the end of the journey, detailing all the changes brought about by the reputation that, you, that we've built. So um, we're ending the journey through the heart. And because we have more achieve most achievements, that means that we've been inspiring. Uh, the description here reads, Among all your great accomplishments, none compare to the most important of all. You made your neighborhood feel seen, appreciated, and understood. Sure, it was nice that you were able to defeat the villains and rescue all those cats from trees, but the reason those deeds meant so much was because your neighbors knew that, to you, they mattered. Even the villains felt seen, and you showed them that there was another way. We, honestly, we did do that. Kind of cool. Uh, it says, describe your actions, or describe how your actions brought your community together and inspired love and peace. How did you, your neighbors, the redeemed villains, and the new generation of heroes work together to turn the neighborhood into a more kind and accepting place? <sighs> My goodness. 
Um, I would say Smallish Valley, if we're talking about uh, the god being redeemed, uh, has a lot of great luck now with a god watching over them. Um, and pro- probably, if they have the ability to control an animal army, uh, pr- helping to protect uh, the nature preserves that surround the valley itself. Um, I would think maybe uh, by trying to unite the neighbors and helping each other out and um, taking care of one another, and not just looking out for each other and waiting for tourists to come in and kind of rip the, the, the uh, valley to pieces, like with money and looking for a good time, Maybe um, we worked together to kind of turn the neighborhood into a more uh, sustainable and respectful place um, by uh, by um, by influencing our local government and also putting forth the effort in our community, going out, asking about how we're being sustainable in our living practices and how we are interacting with the land that we live on, and also examining how we didn't do well in the past and kind of learning about that and educating ourselves about that and doing that for each other. And then truly turning Smallish Valley into a place of protection for the land and uh, the people who originally owned it um, and kind of become stewards of that protection and really um, become heroes of, in our own right. The whole, the whole village, the whole town of Smallish Valley um, standing together to have a united purpose in doing what's right. Okay. You know, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed that. You know, it was pleasant. It was cute. Um, I wish I had had more time with it, but you know, we're working on borrowed time here a little bit, but it was, it was nice. Um, and it looks like they have adjustments that, so that you could in theory play with other people. So, uh, you could do that as well, but you know, I really like the idea of kind of a small town hero kind of really making a difference where they are, because I think, I personally, I get caught up so much in everything going wrong. Everything is going wrong everywhere, everything. But I think it's easy to forget that there are things you can change where you live, you know? Like, if you think about it, like, it's like us and, like, we in Brooklyn can be doing more work. We here, um, and we everywhere, anywhere, anyone who's listening from other states, countries, wherever, I don't know, hello. Um, but also, like, you are where you are, um, and by being present in your neighborhood and being aware of the limitations of, uh, or and being aware of the shortcomings of your own neighborhood, goes a long way towards changing that neighborhood. And even if it doesn't seem big on like a large, a huge scale, you know, if it doesn't feel like it really changes anything, if it feels like it doesn't really change um, the state of the country or the state of the world, it's changed something. 
It has. It's changed your neighborhood. It's changed the lives of the people who live there. I mean, just in Brooklyn alone, there are at least one million people. And I know the city is um, unusual in that way for how many people live here. But um, that's important to acknowledge, too, you know? So I think I really like this game because it reminds me that that's possible. Uh, and I hope that it makes you think about that a little bit, too. Well, uh, that preach was uh, straight up free. Um, but in any case, I hope you enjoyed listening to me play Friendly Neighborhood Superhero, uh, as created by Mateus and Samuel Santana. Uh, and uh, I hope that you also enjoyed listening to Gameplay Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn. And I hope that you continue to come back to listen more in the weeks ahead. Um, and also listen to our archive, which is available uh, on Spotify, on the Radio Free Brooklyn website, or basically anywhere that you find podcasts. Um, even though this is an online radio show, or also kind of a podcast. I don't know. But again, thank you. Um, stay safe. Stay attentive. Um, and hang in there. <laughs>